Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey everybody, welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. This is Letterman Live. It is not a Monday. It's a true appetizer Tuesday, Tuesday. Yes. for Letterman Live. Mm. Brought to you by Roosters. That's uh, Jeremy Birmingham, Justin Zwick, and Bobby Carpenter. I'm Austin Ward. Uh, we've got some <coughs> fried mushrooms going around, so mm. whenever you see this, go straight to Roosters. You can get a $2 basket of fried mushrooms. Mm. Um, all day long. All, All day. day. Dine-in only. Whenever you want. Dine-in only. I know that Berm is going to – he's got his own basket. He, right yeah, now. I mean, they had his name on it. They Can't wrote his name on it yeah, down there. As soon there. as we're done here, I will – He's put his face just, in it. Just eat, eat during the show. That's yeah. the way what people have oh, always done you. it. Jay-Z loves to get it. Yeah. Berm, are you more of a fan, like, when you eat the mushrooms, you know, because they've got, like, the thin – smaller shaft sure. and then like the the girthier tip at the top which do you like to eat first i'm not really a mushroom guy bob hmm. i don't know what i've heard I'm, i don't like fungus i'm not even sure that like, was the question i don't like fungus um okay i'm anti-fungal and anti-fungal yeah. also apparently what stole the here? sign back in the letterman lounge so it feels naked back here he needed he needed it to go with the two he had at home like, i gotta know what you must be doing with the basement taking all of our yeah. signs. i want to be very clear i haven't been here yeah, we can we plans to say last. anything about the i basement don't live in columbus the three of you do if there's a likely you know culprit here it's one of you <laughs> why would we have stolen why would i I don't know. Because you're up in Michigan, you're trying to brand yourself to Ohio as no, mu- no. as closely as you can. When people come to your house, you want them, you want them to yeah. see Ohio State stuff. I have so a, they don't not I have like a, you. I have a very elaborate name, image, and likeness presentation that I give to people when they walk in my house. <laughs> Perfect. How's that working? Uh, not, great. <laughs> not great. Maybe you should just get open doors. Uh, let's <laughs> let's start um, as we do every week now with what's going on with Bob's Twitter feed. <laughs> Um, you know, not a ter- nothing, nothing crazy came from last week. I don't think we insulted the SEC nearly enough, okay. mm. or maybe who's your who's your fans? I guess that was- they're not watching. There's not enough of them yet. Yeah, that's uh, 
They are a very vocal group, though. If you find one of them, they're they are steadfast. Well, really. because it's it's a little bit of Napoleon like mm-hmm. complex. Like, hey, we're good, and I'm going to acknowledge that. Now, historically, haven't been great. I mean, we got to go all the way back to Bill Mallory. You know, the last time that they were relevant, and won a you know won a big, I think won back to back Big Ten championships. 87, believe, 88. Yeah, beat Ohio State two day, two years in a row. One for Bruce's last year, and then one to open the Cooper era. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a, it's a rough deal. But it hasn't happened again since. It has not happened again since. Although it's come close, all that's come close. All streaks are made to be broken. The longer it goes, the worse the team feels when it happens. Ask Justin mm-hmm. and I. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So an yep. easy week there. Uh, a great weekend. Easy. What they get sunburned though, so that's a that's a negative. Sunburn. Yeah. It's good. Vitamin D is good for you. you Got to soak in a little bit. Coach, you know, you feel the burn. It feels good mm-hmm. when you go to get up in the Bobby morning and lift a little bit. Yeah. I, lo- I love like a muscle, like a workout <laughs> burn. And I thought I was like, okay, I'll put suns. I'll be outside for a little bit, do some yard work yesterday, and then put the sunscreen on a little later at the pool. And I probably waited a little too long, and then I reapplied again. But it was like, dude, it was late. I was chasing. I was at a casino chasing, borrowing money from friends, and there was nothing. I always, being a fairly fair-skinned fellow, I part of the like my uh, medicine cabinet or like drawers, whatever it is I've always carried like aloe in there, like twenty-four. I need 365 days a year because you never know when a burn's going to come. Maybe a vacation, <laughs> maybe just a random sunny day maybe in like after March, Vegas. maybe after Vegas, who knows? <laughs> so I always have that to just that night throw on just the coolness to be able to <laughs> like, down. be able to sleep. And it was a, didn't have it. Somehow someone commandeered it from me. One of my kids probably stole it. It might have been burn. He steals everything. So You never that, know when a burn's going to come. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You never know. That is true. So, yeah, uh, so I got that going, but did celebrate. I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend, guys. I mean, you celebrate America, you commemorate yeah. our troops. I mean, that, it's really a deadly duo that you've got going there. I mean, it's, it's not just a long weekend. It's not just a long weekend. Remember yeah. that. I yes, mean, please. That's, uh, it's, uh, as Bill, Bill Belichick told us, this, we'd come in, um, and he, Bill's like, obviously, he went to the, uh, his dad coached at the Naval Academy, and he's obviously a big historian. I think he's maybe an economics major, but. He loves you know America and American history, and he had all of our rookies stand up and we're like not he would stand them up. It was Dante Hightower's rookie year, and he said, "What is what is Memorial Day?" And like this, try to sit down. Next, he just goes to the next guy. Um, oh gosh, Tavon. He was from Indiana or Illinois. He was a safety. He was our, Tavon Wilson, our second round draft pick, and he's like, "Well, it's to celebrate." You don't celebrate Memorial Day sit down and then like someone else and he's like since the public school system has failed you all so miserably kevin who is our our, our player development director, he's like 6 a.m tomorrow let's go over memorial day and while we're at it you know and they go in the next day go through it all and like some of them are still struggling using the term celebrate no no what's the difference between veterans day and memorial day ah, like struggling he goes, okay kevin 6 a.m tomorrow and while we're at it let's throw in the other like 12 national holidays that are recognized. We're going to do this till we get it right. Like, it was amazing. Well, it's a good thing Ohio State has real-life Wednesdays now. So yes. They do. prepared if they yes. get drafted by the Patriots. Um, yeah, that's big time. Berm, it's, uh, it's June 1st. It should be a pretty quiet month around here, right? Mm. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's already happening down the street. Uh, the, the recruits are already there. Uh, C.J. Hicks, the class of 2022 five-star linebacker, is in town. Uh, Luke Montgomery. Related to Jordan Hicks at all? No. Okay. Mm. Uh, uh, Luke Montgomery, a, a potential top 50 player in the class of 2023, uh, offensive lineman, defensive lineman is is visiting the WAC right now. So it's going to be all month, man. Just uh, 
speaking of open doors, like that's going to be just a, a nonstop. Dude's now, these oozing are official, in and out. Dude's these are official out. visits, right? Incorrect. Uh, no. Some. Okay. So some of them. CJ Hicks is there today on, on June 1st just to stop in and say hello. Okay. He's coming back for the weekend for his official visit along oh, with geez. 17 yeah. other guys um, for their official visits this weekend. Uh, Do they have any so space for more? Well, that's, I mean, there's a lot. Well, yeah. The numbers are... I'd like to get are... in. I only took four. I don't know. <laughs> I only took one. Bob's got one left. Actually, your eligibility is expired, but... Mm. I got to sneak uh, so in. So it's good, so I'm not subjected to any rules. <laughs> and you won't be able to tell them where to go on campus anymore because it's all changed. I have a so. sneaking suspicion <laughs> if you wanted in, they would allow you to walk through the doors, but... Um, and also, camp is open tomorrow. Burma's yeah. really bearing yeah, the lead, God. so... Yeah. Oh! So they opened it up. So now we are able to go to camps this Ooh, month. Nice. Great. So, flexing the muscles again. So we'll yeah, look at you guys. Man, so we'll be there. Stuff done. We'll be able to be there tomorrow. There are five other camps the rest of the month. Uh, it's going to be very, very busy. The real important thing for, for a lot of these kids is that Ohio State has over 50 official visits scheduled for June, which mm-hmm. a normal year they're scheduling like 42 or 43 total, and they're doing 50 in June. That's what's expected, but there's already been guys that have told me that their visit has been canceled, and most of the time that's going to happen from Ohio State side because they really don't want to to blow the proverbial load wattage. Oh, oh, oh no! Um, in, in, he was scared to say it. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to run out of tuning up for Bob. They only get sixty two for the year, so yeah. they don't want mm-hmm. to, to June use to be all, all of them. In also, June. there is a max of how many you yeah. can bring. I didn't send them or do that. Yeah, sixty two. So they, you know, they what kind have, of number is that? By the way, they don't yeah. know how you determine. <laughs> well, it's that it's normally yeah. fifty six, and if you don't use the full fifty six, then you can carry over oh, like the salary cap. You got to carry over from. You can carry over. That's how Alabama signs everybody. You can carry over a maximum of six from year year so uh it's mm. 62 is the max but uh they you know have already started to so since they didn't take anybody last year right. you, everyone, everyone everybody, will have the max everyone across the right. country has the max mm. so they've started to cancel already some of the trips that were in the back half of the month at positions that they know that they don't necessarily need to bring in a bunch of dudes so um it, it's going to be interesting this weekend will be very telling especially with the defensive backs because you have toriano pride uh Kind of the the top of the line guy left at cornerback making his official. Where's he visit. from? St. Louis. Uh, and then Saskatoon tattooist. And then you have uh, both Xavier Wampa and Zion Branch making official visits. Ooh, my guy from uh, your guy from Bishop Gorman. Bishop Gorman. So those are the two of the top three safeties in the country. Those two are both visiting this weekend. If the Buckeyes were able to like make magic happen and convince Toriano Pride, Xavier Wampa, and Zion Branch that they're all Buckeyes, then they would never they wouldn't recruit another defensive back this cycle. And then That's open great. Up some more official visits, right? So that they're kind of hoping that you know it, you can go out and hit a couple home runs, and and be able to take those visits that were scheduled for the last couple weeks of June and move them to the season because there's a lot of late developers that uh, you know are still coming down. So there. some got some growers as opposed to showers. Correct. Yes, I like that. That's uh, you want to put on the tape for that. Well, it's key. I mean, this is big. I mean, there's a lot of guys oozing in and out of the Woody Hayes right now. And so we're going to make sure that we're over there and Berm doesn't have to scour the parking lot like a lot lizard anymore. He can go in (laughs) and 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 actually actually see see the guys. Who's the most important one in June that you uh, think? I mean, they have to get an offensive line plan figured out for the month. I mean, in the class of 2022, that's the biggest thing. So Zach Rice, who's the country's number one ranked offensive tackle, is visiting this weekend, and he's one of the... Where's he from? He's from Virginia, Lynchburg, Virginia. He's one of the three official visitors who are not... I'm sorry, there's five kids who are not committed to Ohio State that are visiting this weekend, and he's one of them. So you have Quinn Ewers coming into town. You've got... uh, Mullet. Oh, that's big. How big do you think it is... 
to have Quinn Ewers here with, with the some of these line. other mm-hmm. uncommitted guys. Well, I mean, you know, you, you got, the best players want to play with the best players, and that's you know certainly one ranking, right? Quinn, highest of all time. Quinn is a very different type of guy. He's not really yeah. able to or interested in you know buddying up uh, via text message and and stuff like that. So DM slide, right? He's not that guy. So it's very important for these. Maybe not with you. To, well, maybe. Definitely not with me. Could be with other people. I don't know. Um, you know, it's an opportunity for these kids to get to know him. And the fact is, when you're the number one player in the country, your brand, you know, we're talking about name, image, and likeness, like, it sells itself. Everyone knows who Quinn Ewers is. The chops is. and a mullet. That's right. the brand. Everyone knows who Quinn Ewers is. And so uh, it's an opportunity for, for guys like that, for Zach Rice, for Zion Branch, for Xavier Wampa, the uncommitted guys that are coming in this weekend, to really click with the um, 11 of the 12 commitments that will be here this weekend. That's like got to that. be big, yeah. I wasn't aware that there was any sort of like controversy about the way Ohio State scheduled this, but we got to talk got to talk to Mark Pantone on Friday about the way they were doing it. He was asked, well, should you spread these out? Should you keep more for the season? Why are you bringing everybody, uh, as many people as you can, in on this first weekend? And, and Mark Pantone said he viewed it as a reward because it's this dead period has been going on so long. This is the first opportunity for these guys. Let them come get that official visit experience and get some nice food and hang out and have all your expenses paid yeah. for and let the red carpet roll out. But I, it's interesting to me. Sounds pretty you, sweet. You two went through this process. Like, can you go through it again? It'd be weird <laughs> no, to go can, through maybe. it in the summer, though, don't you the think? The summer, that's what I was going to say. Like, 51 is that number. It, it could change, could more or less. We'll see. But it just seemed like there used to be so much emphasis on you got to take it so you can go see a, a game mm-hmm. and get that campus experience, and that doesn't se- really seem to be well, as prevalent. The thing that stinks about campus, like during the game or during the, the going to the game, and we're from here, so we've been to the game. Like I had been to Ohio State mm-hmm. games beforehand, so you knew what the experience was going to be like. Heck, I was there in 98 when they beat Michigan, like running down on the field and people digging up the turf before they dug down the stadium. Like I fully appreciated how passionate all these people were. The thing that I like, we took our visit – and it was after the semester was already done, or quarter. So there was really nobody here anyway, yeah. and it was cold. At least now it's yeah, warm. Sure. <laughs> so for Southern guys, it's big. I was a huge advocate of trying to get guys in here like right around after spring ball. So there's still students on campus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when you can start the official visits, but get them here while there's actually people here. And the weather might actually be pretty nice yeah. getting these guys from the south because – in your in your mind, like oh, San Antonio Holmes getting off the plane, like what the? Well, it's a good thing they didn't what come this weekend that, when it was fifty five. Well, yeah, at the end of May. That's why in twenty twenty, when the spring and summer official visits were permitted for the first time, everyone was scheduled for the spring. I mean, JT Tuomaloa was supposed to be here last spring for the spring game of twenty twenty. So, you know, th- their goal is to get guys yeah. here at that mm-hmm. time. The summer traditionally, and I guess I say traditionally, knowing it's only happened now the last three years is when they want the commitments to, and their families to get together because that's when they're really trying to do the relationship oh, building. It's called peer pressure, bro. Right. We're gonna get, that's why you said the 12 guys. Like, hey, if we have three or four oh, of the yeah, guys that we sure. need to get, let's get 12 dudes that are really put good. Them, yeah, put them get with them, those guys. Put them with these guys. Tell them how much you love it here and how great it is. Right. And then you get that like communal feeling where it's, all right, I kind of like these guys, mm-hmm. and they're putting the heat on you to get to be a part of this. And that's, that's a big deal. And you get to see the quality of the guys that you're around. And the, yep. I mean, they, they do a pretty good job, Berman. I mean, you've done this for a long time here. 
Ryan, I mean, you know, Urban started to do it, you know, a lot more at the end. He was very, pretty good the majority of his time here, but like recruiting high quality individuals. Like, man, I, I go over there. There's not really any guys I'd call scumbags on the team, and there are dudes that Jay Z and I played oh, with. Ten, that ten, I would not leave in my living room no. by, without me there. <laughs> ten, ten years ago, that was a problem. Yeah, it's yeah. just really not anymore. I mean, I talk about it all the time to the point where I think some of our readers or watchers like think I'm a broken record, but it really is a great group of people. Like, yeah. and so the summer visits and this weekend, you're going to have. Uh, aside from the number one ranked offensive tackle in Zach Rice, you have the number two and three ranked safeties in Wanpa and Zion Branch. And then you have a five-star defensive end in o- Omari Abor from uh, Duncanville, Texas. So, Ooh. you know, this is a this is this is a bond weekend. You know, this mm-hmm. is the, they want all of the commits, all their families. Yeah. The guys to kind of ooze on each right. other there and kind of create one big right. one big group. Right. They want it. Seems to be the Puddles word of the day. For Bob <laughs> yeah, so oozing. So you know what else? If you come in, those and, fried mushrooms. If you come in and say ooze here on appetite, the mozzarella Tuesday, stick get, was oozing when I bit into it. Two dollar fried mushrooms for anyone who says oozing mm. today. Um, these these camps, uh, Jay Z, Bob. How much camp life was there for you guys in the summer compared to what it is now? <clears throat> I, I didn't do many camps uh, coming through. Uh, we, five star coach. Yeah, I mean we show up and walk around. Yeah, we, <laughs> we did a team camp. We went down to West Virginia as a team. Yeah. Uh, you know, went through different things down there, and then ended with a big seven on seven tournament. And we would go down to Kentucky as a. Were you team. already committed at that point? Oh yeah. No, oh, yeah. Did uh, what's his name, Rich? Uh, oh, Rich Rod. Did he try to talk to you? At no, all? he didn't try. Oh, really? that's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't that style of quarterback. No, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a guy that he would want White. to uh, necessarily be on his team, but. You know, those were the camps we did. I, I think I came down to Ohio State one day for a day camp, and I joined uh, Brookhaven, and I was their quarterback, and it was awesome because they were freakishly athletic. And uh, you know, so we, you know, we had some fun then. But I didn't do any other camps. I didn't, other than Elite Eleven, which was a you know a special thing, yep. and that was kind of back before that was that really started. blew up. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was one of the first classes, but. Uh, you know, I didn't do anything else. We just kind of played, I did, played I, ball. And I had to grind out, man. I'm going to Miami, Ohio's senior day. You know, senior grind out. Listen to this guy. and go to these grind other out, yeah. This is the I came here my freshman year. You know, they didn't have. This is how they used to do the seven on sevens. They would literally just line you up in like linebacker. They'd count guys off like, all right, and then you go to the next line. So I was one of the end of the linebackers, and we had more linebackers than defensive backs. And I had played safety the year before. We only had one safety. We had, we, Two safeties in one corner, I think. And they looked, they're like, dude, we need to know. Like, I'm like, all right, I can, go I, can, I can do that. And I actually ended up working out well because I see Coach Pug. He's like, what the heck are you doing out here? I'm like, dude, we don't have – he's looking like, look at the rest of the guys. He's like, okay, fair enough. Like, <laughs> go out there. So I can cover 95% of these guys. Now the elite dudes that were coming here, not not a chance. But I was a lot thinner then too. But you'd be able to run around. And one, of, it's amazing. One of the linebackers on my team – played with Jay-Z and all he did was tell me how great he was the whole time. Oh, <laughs> he's like, dude, he's got this Mustang. It's so sweet. He's a five-star dude. I'm dead serious. I've never told you I don't you even think five stars are He goes, dude, look at him. He's like, you see him over there, like Tress is over there, like hugging on him. And they're all like, yeah, man, they don't even know who I am over here. Like, uh, I'm just yeah. trying my Tress best. was yeah. hugging on him because no of the way. relationship with the family. Yeah. With Jared. Family. Yeah. My brother at Youngstown. Like, dude, he's he was got, hugging us. He's got I, a vanity plate and everything. I think, I think Rich Rod actually paid for that Mustang. If I'm not mistaken, it may uh, have been. It may have been. Pretty the sure old, the old 1996 but GT. Get I'm pretty out sure here. Jared had a van. I mean, we were. Yeah, Jared had that. The other irony is then one of my sweet mates were standing in Moral Tower. One of my sweet mates is Doug. Oh, and so yeah. that later becomes my freshman yeah, roommate freshman at Ohio room. State, and like that was just complete randomness. Like I don't think that there was any anything going on there because neither one of us were like on any type of radar then at that point. That was like mm-hmm. my sophomore year. 
Then my junior year, they started pulling guys out and doing, you know, a little different seven on seven stuff. It was like they just grab guys off teams, like find someone else for yeah, them, go over on this <laughs> field and do it. Like it was kind of, dude, I told somebody, that's ratchet up. Like that's a tryout. You're looking around, like, am I better than these guys? Am I worse? Like, okay. And then finally, I got Ohio State ended up being my first offer. My going into my junior year, and I'll never forget Bill Wild, Wild Bill Conley. Like, oh, yeah. He grabbed me like after the seven on seven stuff the one night. Puts his arm around me. He's like, "Bobby, come here." And like, we're walking along the indoor, away from the away from the the locker room, walking from towards Lane Avenue, walking towards Olin Tangy. And he gets to the fifty, and he's like talking about this. And how's your dad? How's this? I mean, probably had done some research at that oh, point. He's I, good. Yeah, and he turns and looks and like looks around at everything. He's like, "Look at all these guys." Like, he's what's it going to take to make <laughs> you a bucket imagery. to take you to, to make you <laughs> to a Buckeye? You, what's I'm it like, going to take to get you in a Buckeye uniform I mean, today? Uh, I was like, man, this, this literally is almost like a parody. This is something you do see in the movies. What's it going to take to make you a Buckeye? I'm like, Wayne Newton right here selling me uh, on this thing. That's great. And I'll never forget that. It was my first offer. I didn't know how to respond. I'm like, I, I mean, that's okay, awesome. Can, can, can I talk to my parents? Yeah, yeah. Go home. Talk to Robin Susie about it. You know, really get comfortable. Your mom went here, right? Yeah. That's right. You know, back in '76, I mean, had all this information. I'm like, was he like right? Yeah, reading off yeah, his, yeah. Oh, yeah. it down on his. I'm hand. like, dude, you didn't even know who I was before uh, this camp started. Before this camp started, <laughs> Pug did, and the other irony with that was Pug knew who I was. I got there to camp. I'd come the year before, and I like you used to pay a deposit. This is before the internet, dude. Yeah. Like now, you just pay, oh, like, gosh. like you'd send in checks, and I don't know if my mom didn't send the check or forgot to, but I'd pay like the initial deposit, and I go up there like, dude, you still like 150 dollars? I'm like. I don't have any money on me. Yeah, I didn't come I up like here with cash. Tw- I'm 16 like, years old. I have yeah. 20 bucks for the commissary at night. Like, I can give you that. And they're like, no. And Puck's like, you're good, dude. Like, we'll figure it out later. And like, they just pushed oh, it through, which yeah. probably, oh, boy. Looking, huh. probably looking back, I don't know if we ever paid that on $50. But. Statute of limitations uh, has expired, yeah. expired, but expired. now we know. Oh, boy. That's how they got Bob. So I had you to know. come here, or they said they are going to tell me yeah. that I'd be ineligible. <laughs> and, then, and then Bob asked, well, what will this do for my brand? If I exactly. Can- how are yeah. you going to? Yeah. So we've got this. There's a thing called an app. And one day it'll be on a phone. I'm like, you mean there's my wall? <laughs> you'll carry in your pocket. <laughs> it's going to be stronger than a computer. Why fly on a, why be flying in a car at this point too? I mean, <laughs> almost connect with the world. Yeah. It, Berm, uh, Bob dropped in there like that, how they've become more of a tryout. So for anyone who doesn't know what these five camps might be like yeah. this month, what does Ohio State want to get accomplished? Is Why there a limit should... of kids that can be at these camps? They have a they have something. a number. I, I don't know what it is this year. Okay. In past years, I mean, there's been 500, 600 yeah, kids at, that's a, what I was at, at a one-day camp. I'm sure that that's limited. They were they said that they were going to be able to have pods of 25 kids. I thought it was 10. They upped it to 25. That, Pantone said last week it was 25. The university will be really opening Hopefully it up. by like, tomorrow it'll be 50. Somebody must have told them that tomorrow was June 2nd. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like, what, are you, what are you guys doing? We're, we're free now. Yeah, but basically, really. these sort of events, I mean, they, they open them up for open registration because they want everyone to be able to attend, but they also have a handful of kids that they know are coming, and those kids will be pulled out and work with the individual coaches. And, and they get work, scholarships. Like work in smaller it. groups. Um, and, and to really get an opportunity to work with, you know, Larry Johnson, for example, Christian Miller, defensive end from Georgia, defensive end, defensive tackle from Georgia is coming up tomorrow. He's making an official visit at the end of the month, but you can't work out on your official visits. And so he's coming up just to work out with Larry Johnson tomorrow to get an opportunity to see how he coaches. Tell Bob it, this amazing rule, because I want to, if he hasn't heard it, just so the for, NCAA bureaucracy. So for the class of 2022, for the kids who have not had any opportunity to work out or be evaluated in the yeah. last year and a half. They are allowed to come up on their own dime and work out for an hour with the coach individually. 
right. not in a group setting, not with multiple players, not part of a camp, like not part of a camp. So, and so Christian Miller tomorrow will do that. But then when he's on his official visit in three weeks, he's not allowed to work out. Of course. I mean, why would you want – because then he would – You want to make him spend his yeah, own money to get here to work out with him. I think this is part of the economic recovery plan. We <laughs> yeah. need as much just money being poured in. We're going to make them pay. Like That's uh, that's one of the things that – That's I've a never, kid coming up from Atlanta. Yeah. It's like we got to pay for him in three weeks, so make him pay now. I've never understood. But like why, why – I don't understand why they shouldn't be able to do that on an official because the school is – Well, they weren't allowed to pay for your parents' flights at first. Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. – You just took ago. one, like – my dad went to North Carolina with me. They're like, all right, we can pay for yours, but not your dad's. I'm like, That's is that real? And they're like, like, what do parents do? Like, I'm like, we didn't have a ton, but I'm like, gosh, there's got to be people that that's, I mean, that's oh, financially yeah. tough. Fortunately, yeah. you were driving here. Yeah. You well, know. and I, well, the best part was is they would be able to give you per diem to drive. Right. And so I drove to Michigan State. I drove here. I tried to talk my parents into driving. Maybe I did drive to Northwestern too. I'm like, I started, I went on MapQuest on the, on the computer. Printed, printed them out. And I, I, I got the mileage of like 180 bucks. Bu- Google Maps. It's like whatever, how many hundred miles. I'm like, perfect. I get like 60 cents or whatever the heck. I saw Bob was getting paid before he hey, got. Hey man. Yeah. Like Michigan it. State tried to give it to my parents. Like, <laughs> this is for them. Like, give me that. Like, yeah. I'm more, I worked hard for this. I'm getting this. My parents forget it. They're paying for the gas anyway. I'm taking what this What was 17 year old Bob Carpenter driving? East Lansing from. Oh, dude, I drove. I had a blue Ford Taurus. I had my freshman year, too. It was my mom's old car. It was awesome. Yeah. It actually got good mileage that you No, it wasn't bad. Thing. But then you. The old Ford Taurus was hot back then. The bench seat, dude, you yeah. could fit a lot of people in there. I mean, it was uh, it was pretty fantastic. That seat Sounds down. like you did have more than twenty dollars in commissary in your wallet when you headed down to. Uh, uh, no, no, this was all the visit stuff was all afterwards, man. I wish I would have known. Oh, I we are my, really unpeeling uh, the onion. Here. I would have <laughs> taken another visit. I realized you got point. so much money before you went yeah. to college, Bob. Jeez. I say so much. It was like seventy dollars. <laughs> Five star over here. <laughs> So this will be great. I can use to buy my girlfriend yeah. a Christmas present. That's 100 what was going through my head. I'm like, no, I don't have to worry about trying to figure out how I'm gonna scrape up like 50 bucks to buy a Christmas present for my girlfriend. Right there, here we go. These are the stories that you can't get anywhere else. We're gonna take a quick break. Berm's gonna eat some more fried mushrooms on Appetizer Tuesday. We'll be right back with more Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back in to Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. Uh, come in for Appetizer Tuesday. It's fried mushrooms. Don't miss it. Bob's working up a jingle for it as we speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you got to do is just put the Alice and Chains Roosters on. I mean, that's that's it. Did, yeah. You, did you ever imagine that that would just, like, be did passed ever, along to you from... I didn't, and I, like, just absorbed all of Schlage's responsibility for life <laughs> when he laughed. He, like, just... Literally, it was like up and vanished like a fart in the wind. Andy Dufresne just poof, poof gone. Poof, David Copperfield. Poof, David Copperfield. I told Shark, I was like, hey, record a lot of Schlegs' craziness today. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is his last show. And it was on Friday. <laughs> and then, hey, Monday, they're okay. Schlegs is going to be like, gone. He's going to. I'm pretty <laughs> like sure. A, like a two week. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, we've been talking about this. And <laughs> yeah, we know think, he's out here. I think he has a flight down to Florida afterwards. <laughs> he's on that private jet with the cons. Uh, uh Urban made quite the little appearance over the weekend. I don't know if you the guys biggest saw fail was the fact that Schlegel was not in that. By how the way, yes, how did yeah, that I mean, happen? How do you have a wrestling promo with Urban and Charlie Strong and not have like, Schlegel like, coming off of uh, the cable yeah! or something? I mean, Surely yeah. the cons have like seen Schlegel's work by now and like 
they're they're the ones that own AEW. They own the Jaguars, so they've got Urban to do a number of things. You know, for the pay per view on Sunday, that Urban's probably agreed yeah, to do some things he never thought he'd do. And before. He, he's yeah, he's been talking all wrapped about up like, into that big salary. Saying he's you know the more you can do is what he's been more, saying. Hey, that's right. <laughs> it's like Bill Parcells. Hey, so, how, how many plays can you give me? It's perfect. But they're missing such a huge opportunity yeah, because now yeah. they've got Schlegs under contract, and he will do anything. He would. He could become. They could. They should have fired that, that video of him. Which, by the way, I just saw the the Washington Wizards dude who took down the guy. That's, no, that was that's weak. the closest thing. Well, it's the closest thing I've seen to yeah, Schlegs. Well, fair. I mean, most of those guys struggle around. They can't even catch them. So <laughs> they could fire that video of Schlegs and then boom, Caffeinate and Dominate, woo! Just come running out like Macho Man, pearl snap cutoffs, be, uh, jeans, tearaway jeans with some sort of denim like <laughs> Daisy Dukes underneath with his cheeks hanging out, yeah. cowboy hat and his uh, work car and his work boot. Like it'll be instead amazing. Of, instead of beer like Stone uh, Cold, it'd be Jaguar juice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Wow, we've, we've really gone there. <laughs> it would, I don't know. Believe me, if I was him, like, dude, we'll Schlegs give you some more perfect. cash. Yeah. You can be our promo. Well, yeah, yeah. We want you in this. Firm, this is Letterman. He's an, we, we ooze everywhere. He's an NFL strength coach. He only works two days a week. Be a wrestler oh, five other days a week. I think Urban oh. kind of told him that. Like, I mean, dude, you, you work like seven months a yeah. year. Like, I mean, you got time, right? Plenty of time to become hey, a, a professional them, wrestler. They had all 90 dudes at their OTAs down there. So I know Schlegs was super pumped. They oh, had great, great participation. And, uh, that's big, man. They're going and getting after it. I've I really, always been a Jaguars fan. I really never thought that I would see Urban Meyer on a pro wrestling pay-per-view before Schlegs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone had that yeah. prop bet, they would cash that ticket and won a bazillion dollars. I mean, and you've got, like, you could have been on it. AJ Hawk, he's already he's actually already been, just on, been on one. He yeah. did it NXT. Uh, but Schlegs, I mean, you guys, Laurinaitis, obviously. But no, Urban's just jumping right up there. Him and Charlie Strong. That was the weird part. Like, yeah. Just happened to have two footballs in right here. Go ahead and fire them. I don't think Charlie skin. Strong has done much acting in his life. I don't know. If Charlie Strong looks the part. I don't know if he's got the mentality to be able to, to be the pro wrestler. That's the thing. Schlegs combines yes, them. Yes, he does. Maybe Great the problem company. is Schlegs would have taken, taken over the spotlight. Yeah, like yeah. Chris Jericho's over there trying to, you know. He's a wild card. Maybe he body slams one of the wrestlers. <laughs> you know, like, whoa, whoa, this wasn't in the script. Yeah, cool. I mean, I don't think they're they have scripts, oh. but. <laughs> it is definitely unscripted and yeah, real for sure. Real, yeah, sports. I didn't mean Sprott. to say that. That's a different audience now that's going to be hopping into Jay Z's ah, boy. When the pro wrestling audience oh. gets in the mix, when then. did you yeah. stop watching pro wrestling? I never really watched it a lot to begin with. I mean, I, oh. I would tepidly kind of see it a little bit sporadically growing up, and one of my friends got like a SummerSlam, one of those things. We went and watched that when I was probably yeah, in seventh grade, pay-per-view, and that was like mm-hmm. a big party we had. But I, I was never like super into it. I knew all the guys. We yeah. played the video games and stuff, but you know, I was never live or die. And once my dad's like, dude, that's fake. I'm like, come on. He's like, you hit another human being in the face with a chair. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it hurts. He's like, you're not matter, getting yeah. back up. He's like, look how big those guys are. Well, that's a good point. And he's I mean, like, it hurts no matter what. Well, I'm does, sure. that's the thing. He's like, it hurts all the same, even yeah. if they've been pre-cut a little bit. And those dudes get the crap beat out of them. Like, no doubt, that is not an industry that. Oh. After talking to like James's dad, I'm like, yeah, that's like playing a football game every other day. Except they don't really take care of you afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's no rehab. No, they're playing like 200, 200 games a year. I mean, they just they never stop. Yeah, they don't stop. And- oh, Monday Night Raw used to be the the show back in the day. Yeah, like freshman year of high school. Yeah, I guess. We used to watch that all the time. Yeah, they made a lot of stops in Casper, Wyoming. So <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I've never been to one live. Oh, it's it's a wild story. I missed out on that when James was a freshman. I think they took all the fre- they took his class down. They, they took came his, they came to Columbus yeah. and you know, we're all upperclassmen, like, Oh, that'd be awesome. And he took all of his freshmen. He did take uh 
I'm sure. AJ, Mark, he took the, like three or four of the linebackers one yeah. time. We got to go backstage. It was pretty cool. Like I sure. was down in Cincinnati. It was sad, though, seeing like Ted DiBiase as like a stagehand <laughs> in the back and like a choreographer. I'm like, dude, like this is... In my mind, I mean, you're a million dollar man. Yeah. You're, you're living, you're living in <laughs> yeah. some some mansion somewhere now. Like, yeah, I mean, Everybody, like, everybody's got a price, Bob. James will tell you most of those guys didn't make, make as much as you thought, and they spent way more than they ever <laughs> you ever thought they made. And so, ultimately, when you're 60 years old and you're all you like a like a uh, that's why they wrestle until exactly. they're 70 years old. You, yeah. Your body looks like a deflated balloon that's like yeah. been over tanned and over baked, and now you're back here like. Tossing guys the chairs and being the backup dude. It's the Undertaker's still going strong. I think. Oh yeah, still fighting people. No, he. I think oh, he just retired, right? No, oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you ever retired quite a few times. I don't know how this deviated all of a sudden went to just straight <laughs> well, so wrestling. I, I got it out of order. I took us off the rails to start the second segment. Yeah. Instead of end. Well, so, did you ever see? We talk about tight ends. Did you ever see the ultimate <laughs> the ultimate Warriors training uh, show that he had? I did not. Oh, I dude, we've got to pull this up on YouTube afterwards. It's a perfect segue, though, because Cade Stover would be the yes. wrestler. Mm, would be there the we best. go. Okay. I mean, Do we roster. think that he would be the best pro wrestler on the Oh, roster? without question. Okay. He, he, he'd he have some farm shtick. It'd be great. <laughs> like Schlegel, basically 2.0. <laughs> huh. I guess I have. Although I think Mitch Rossi, I mean, if we're staying in the tight end room especially, because Rossi's kind of nuts. So, I mean, you, you have be a little nuts. You have uh, a little bit of an advantage there, but Cade Stover is the natural choice, I think. Hmm. We well, need a big personality. He doesn't quite maybe have that. Does he have that's the one thing I don't yes, know about Kate. He, oh, he, he, he does. No, he does. He does. He just you don't he's not the type of kid who wants people to know that until he does something on the football field. You know, he Wait, he's not going to promote himself before he actually so has he substance actually does to something. Yeah, man. Correct. What an idea. Has he ever met Tate Martell? I believe <laughs> he has not. Okay. I don't think they'd get along. They're not, yeah, they're not cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Put Tate out there, a little high flyer, some doing some luchador moves out there. Maybe he could be a pro wrestler. He's got the personality. For could you get him out of the portal? Is WWE recruiting the portal? <laughs> they, he, he lives in I'll take him from boy. anywhere. That's perfect. <laughs> um, all right, so it is tight ends week, as Berm successfully segued us to with Cade Stover. Got to replace two NFL guys. I don't know how long Jake Houseman will stay in the NFL, but he's he's got his shot with the Lions and – uh, speaking of those Jaguars, you've got Luke Farrell down there. Jeremy Ruckert comes back, and then a bunch of talented, versatile, but inexperienced guys. What? It, how much should uh, this tight end group factor in for the Buckeyes, Bob? Well, I think it's going to factor in a ton, as you saw last year in the semifinal game when mm-hmm. finally, like, okay, it was amazing. Ryan, this is why I love him as a coach. Very, very smart guy. Where did Ohio State struggle against Clemson the year before? In the red zone. Couldn't get it done. They get all the way yeah. down there, couldn't do it. Who is usually never guarded in the red zone, especially when you can run the football that well and you have great receivers? Mm-hmm. And Clemson is that tight end always open? Well, they, it's uh, they're open Typically, a lot. Yeah. They're open a lot. Tim May will tell you the tight the tight end, especially when always, they do the old fall down and they you know get back up. Oh, and, you know those are the best. But they have had athletic they have athletic tight ends like Luke Farrell is incredibly underrated as an athlete and his ability to run. And then obviously Ruckert's a tremendous athlete. And so like hey, we'll utilize those guys there. And so it's a huge weapon, especially when you're starting to break in a younger quarterback. As Jay-Z will tell you, it's the easiest pass to throw on the field because it's right down the middle and you're not driving it 45 yards to go 10 on the sideline. Like, you can throw that thing 15, and it's right there on an end cut, and you usually have an athletic advantage. And when you can run the ball like Ohio State can, you're going to be pulling guys up all the time. And one more thing about Hausman. I forgot that he went to the Lions. When your head coach is a former player of your position and just kind of known as a tough guy – Yeah. Uh, I would say Houseman has a fairly decent yeah. shot to make that team because yeah. I know Dan he knew Campbell. Who he was getting when he he's going to lobby to get 
probably four tight ends there. And if you have a dude that's just tough and willing to block and bite kneecaps oh, and all that stuff. After watching his press <laughs> conference, yes. yeah, no doubt about it. We'll take that guy. Like, yeah. sure you don't want to keep it in wide out? No, I want that guy. We want a culture and a toughness. So he might he might stick around a little bit more. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's at least on P-Squad just simply for what he brings to the locker room. But do we think the guys we have coming up can replace it? Because you know, when I the think Rock. of those two guys, I think good blockers, they can be in at any time, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't see Rucker being a huge, huge blocker, right? G. Scott's not going to be a blocker. He's going to be somebody that's going to get out and get downfield as a tight end. Is Stover the big blocker? I mean, because we got to have guys want, we can get in there where hit people. I mean, but, he wants to hit people for but, sure. But you know, to his, to what Bobby's talking about, we got to be able to run the ball with these guys in in the game. Yeah. So we need guys that can block, you know, to set up that. All right, now we're going behind you, or we're going to, you know, run some play action. Yeah. So I mean, it depends on exactly how you're looking to fill it, because I think what you've got on this group now is more versatility than what maybe Houseman could have provided. Mm-hmm. So you've got some other people to name there, which is you know Corey Rowell, who transferred in, uh, was a walk on initially. I think when he got here, Mitch Rossi, as Berm said, the wild man. You know that he's doing some of the fullback stuff. Ohio State's already put him in those positions over the last couple of years. Royer's in that same Ruckert mold, so you're going to ask the same question about mm-hmm. how quickly he can develop as a blocker. I mean, Cade Stover, I think you could ask him to do anything on the football field, and he would will he would go 110 miles an hour and yeah. get it done. I don't worry much about him from the physical aspect. G. Scott's interesting because he, I think, I think Brian Hartline would have considered him the best blocker that he had last year even as a true freshman so i know it's not the same to do it yeah, on the I mean, edge yeah. as you do at a tight end but you know being willing is a big piece of it though yeah no doubt there are guys who just don't really want to do it and you even see that in the yeah, nfl and, and they're not going to ask you to necessarily take the best defensive end and block him one-on-one you yeah. know for you know a seven-step <laughs> drop you know they're going to be out in the route but you need to be able to give, give a guy a shoulder or do something to you know kind of help that offensive line along in the run game and that's that's the big question mark for me is you know, how do you incorporate these guys into your offense when, you know, we're not sure that they're going to be able to get the job done, you know, on, on the blocking schemes or well, this or that. If they can't, they won't be on the well, they'll find They'll find out during camp. Ohio State's got a pretty good defensive line, yeah. oh, good yeah. DNs. And so as they kind of ooze Stover into there, into the tight end room, like I think he will end up being their, you know, kind of blocking. The blocking tight end blocking and you'll put Rucker behind him. You'll move yeah, Rucker. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Kate can go catch balls too. And I think he'll be the possession, you know, tight end receiver as well. But, you know, they've got, you know, G. Scott. They can have a lot of different looks. might be the guy you post in the middle. Yes. Right in front of the quarterback, you know, and then you kind of have other guys, you know, read off of that. So it'll just be interesting to see how they use these guys and, you know, who steps up. And, you know, missing spring last year was huge, you know, for younger guys getting that experience. But, you know, this summer and, you know, going into camp, like Bob said, our defensive line is going to be – it's going to test them. The tight end room this year is much more athletic than it's been mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. I mean, not Luke Farrell, as, I, as Bob said, is one of the most underrated players on the team, and I think you're going to miss him a lot. But when you replace Farrell and Houseman with Cade Stover, with G. Scott, with Sam Hart, with Joe Royer, you have a lot more athleticism in that, at the position, but you do lose some beef. And so I wonder if you'll see Ohio State – Maybe look because Houseman, where's the beef? Houseman really only saw the field in that inside the in, five, yeah. you know, type. Maybe you go unbalanced with the line. You have a ton of offensive linemen. Maybe you bring someone else and just run a, a sixth offensive lineman out there in that spot because that's what Houseman was essentially anyway mm-hmm. was a glorified um, extra tackle. So I think that there's just a lot of different ways to play it. But for young quarterbacks, especially as again Bob said, like that's going to be a safety valve for C.J. Stroud, for Kyle McCord, for Jack Miller all year long. So Jeremy Ruckert should have a monster year. And, you think? I mean, 
He really should. I know the, it's the Ohio State. I know it's Ohio State. It's, I mean, this is our, our, our conversation every offseason. And I don't. I just don't think that the numbers are going to change that much because you're still going down the list. Yeah, you still got a saying, lot of other players. <laughs> you have hey, hey, well, man. Hey, hey, I mean, most uncovered guy on the field. I mean, <laughs> it's from perspective's sake, right? Uh, 30, 30, 35 catches is a monster year for an Ohio State tight end. So it, I think you're looking at him being that guy that could be the third option for Ohio State outside of Olave and Wilson. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba would have something to say about Ooh, that. Ooh, snap. I think a lot of guys. You also gonna, have to I mean, factor in you know, the running backs. Running back. that's, that's always the conversation that we have. So it's not the first time Worms heard me say or write this. It won't be the last time. Austin just, hates tight ends. I I think the tight ends are great. I think they sh- they're it's better great. than a loose end. Wonderful. That's a great point. Wonderful weapons in the red zone. But if you're asking them to, to build this most explosive offense in the country, you don't do that based around throwing it to the tight end. When you have those Tell players that to Kyle Pitts, buddy. I, I mean, does he want to have that conversation with me? I didn't know that he was interested. <laughs> Maybe. He's right. going to need I mean, something guess, to do in Atlanta when Julio gets But he wasn't really playing tight end. <laughs> yeah, he I was mean, just a big wideout. I would say this, though. If you look at the offenses in the NFL, the best passing offenses you're going to find, obviously they have good quarterbacks, but a lot of those also have elite tight ends. They all use mm-hmm. the tight end better than anybody else. Well, yeah, if you look at... You know Travis Kelsey, what he's doing and uh, what he does at Kansas City. You look out at uh, San Francisco and what um what Kittle, Kittle. Kittle yeah, what Tom what Brady's Kittle's doing. Like mean. they've always found a way. Tom loves him in Tampa. I mean they find a way to use it, and that's the one thing with Ryan, his NFL background. I feel like he's kind of evolving this offense as he goes, and he's a guy who in the NFL a lot of times you have to figure out what do I have and then build mm-hmm. build kind of our play structure. This is kind of what we do, but hey, if we've got a really elite guy at this position, how do we get them involved? So I, I would imagine with Jeremy Ruckert and what he's able to provide, that they'll try to start pushing him more up the middle of the field and utilize some of that ability. And I know coaches don't like to play the promise game, and, and nobody wants to say, oh, well, Jeremy Ruckert came back because he was promised a bigger role in the offense, but I, I would imagine there was some conversation about, hey, Jeremy, you're going to be a central part of this offense, and that's why we need you to come back. Um, certainly, that could be said, and then he doesn't get the football because they needed him to come back, but I think you will see an effort to at least make that a, a priority. But that, And that's also you know, a question of how much what, what that role needs to look like because I think Kevin Wilson was talking about Farrell and Ruckert playing more snaps, you know, 700-plus snaps than anybody other than the offensive lineman on – on the team last year. Like they built around their tight ends. They just don't throw it to him that much. So he can't be on the field more. He's already one of the most mm-hmm. important people on the roster. And if you're going to start talking about sending him down the middle of the field, you got a guy who just moved over to tight end, G Scott, who's going to be faster and probably a little bit more athletic to go up and make plays. So are you moving him out to try and get some more depth there? It's going to be tough. I was talking to buddies today. It's just, I thought we were doing running backs. So I'm like, who's going to be our guy? <laughs> And it's just like you name off all these different guys. It's like, golly, like there, there's so many athletes on this team. It's so hard to pick and choose. And being a coach, it's a great problem to have. But where would it's ben a problem, Hartsock, though, because how do you get Where would Ben Hartsock fall athletically amongst this group, Bob, as someone who's seen them in person? Um, Ben's a better athlete than people think. Like He just didn't have great top-end speed. Yeah. As far as a route runner, really good. He was obviously a tremendous blocker, but he had really good hands. Mm. We just never threw him the ball. Like We didn't really <laughs> – just was he knows like our tight end route tree was consistent of like Why a five shallow? yard stick, yeah. a shallow, and then the home the route. Home right? route, yeah, home, yeah, home was, route, yeah, your shallow, and that's basically what what they ran for the most part. That, like a glorified check down, yeah. and then like a shallow yeah. crosser. Like, that's right, all you're gonna go had. shallow, you're gonna go dig, whatever happens. So I think Hartsock athletically, 
probably Our around fast boy. probably around yeah like not great top end but good 10 15 yeah, yards yeah. could go um for a big guy for a big dude like i would say obviously not as athletic as rucker or scott but he's probably with stover yeah. right there i mean he, he could move well, well he was a guy that could be on the field the entire game yeah. too because i mean he, he was big big body he could block he you know he he was in on he had the catch at, most at, of those at purdue right the one that before uh, jenkins had the game yeah he had a big one over the middle i think it got us to fourth and two. It was well, like then third. Yeah, it was like third, it was like third and eleven or something. Wash Shallow go. It was like it was third and fourth 11. and two. That, the, the fourth and two was supposed to go yeah, to him. Yeah, go to him to get on the, first the Wash Shallow. Yeah, back to back to our route three again. One of, one of three options. <laughs> one yeah. of the three. <laughs> exactly. Could he have been a professional wrestler though? I guess that's a definitely uh, maybe. He, he had the he had the personality. Maybe charisma. He was a little crazy. Yeah. I don't know if he could have ever been one of the pro wrestling villains. He would have had to be oh, a, a, a nice guy. Dude, yeah. He's a sure. he's he's awesome. He's white hat, not black hat all day. <laughs> Faces and heels, Bob. Get get the lingo right. Um, Faces and heels. Now now we've gone back off the rails. It's been a, a great to get back in here. A true appetizer Tuesday. Mm. Come to mm. Roosters every week for two dollar yes. appetizers. Uh, recruiting is heating up. Berm's going to have plenty of coverage coming. Uh, basically every day this month. Uh, this is what he's <laughs> yeah. been waiting for. Yeah. That interminable. Yeah, I saw well, coaches aren't going to sleep much this month. Neither are you. Yeah, I, mean, I had a whole lot of days off. The last sixteen yeah. months, Berm had been doing crap. Time, yeah. is, time to go out and get it. He's first, been first day out. He's been begging for it, so now it all comes right at once. <laughs> no. I think that's the way Pantone described well, it. It was like twenty-two months of recruiting boiled yeah. down into one. Well, a lot one. of times it kind of oozes into at more of a medium pace. Mm. This is more like just an explosion in his face, explosion. like a fire hydrant right there. And that's a good way to end it. It's yeah. been Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. That's Berm, Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter. I'm Austin Ward. Some of us will be here next week. Some of us won't, but the, the show will continue. Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. Stay with us for full coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes at LettermanRow.com. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in 
West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 